Hey. Hey, what's up? Uh, welcome to the Indie Game Development Podcast Show. Uh, how about you introduce yourself? Oh, hi. Okay, uh, I'm Oliver. Uh, I work at uh, at Play.io, which is a, a service for uh, for game developers. Um, so we we do we do sort of the um, the backend platform for um, for games as a sort of a cloud series. Okay, and and what so what inspired uh, you to do that? Uh, well, Play.io Play is really is really a is a spin-off of um, of our other other project, which is uh, Nonobo.com, okay. which is sort of a, an older thing we started a couple years back, uh, where we tried to to sort of uh, spin up a company in the intersection between uh, game players and game developers. We saw that that, that there was a lot of stuff happening with uh, with flash games, yeah, and we sort of wanted to 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 provide tools for developers to make better games and then also provide a better place for these games to be played. So we made a, Nonova.com is a, is a portal where you both have, it's both a, a flash portal like you have, like Congregate or Addicting Games or, or, or these other portals, sure. but it's also, it's also has a lot of tools for the game developers to make games better integrate into, uh, into that community. Um, and one of the tools we built there was uh, we built a bunch of stuff. We built a, a multiplayer a multiplayer service where it's basically hosted, where you you build your multiplayer game using the SDK locally, and then you upload both the client side and the server side to us, and then we we scale it out over our gaming cluster. Um, and we build a, a payment service and and some other services there. Uh, sort of what happened though was was people were were coming saying this is really great, we really love what you're doing here, and we really want to use it because it's so simple, but it's tied into this whole Nonoba community brand experience, um, and we just needed for our campaign game, or we needed for something that's completely white labeled, or we needed we were building you know a complete end destination MMO, and we want to you know, just completely control the user experience. We don't want your brand in there. We just want to pay you for for the tools. Yeah. Um, and and since we were getting enough of these requests, um, we sort of figured out that hey, you know maybe that's a good idea to actually do that. Yeah. Uh, so that's what Play.io is. It's basically the tools from uh, from uh, Nonobo.com, sort of call it version two of that, uh, spinned out and extracted so it, so it's, they stand on themselves and that, that you can sort of take them and put the parts you need into your games. Um, the big one we have right now is, is the multiplayer service. Yeah, and but so we're going to be we're going to be adding more, of course. Um, so the multiplayer service is pretty much real time. Uh, Multiplayer for for flash games, or is it for any client? I mean, are you focused on flash games or other types we're, of we, um We're sort of um, we sort of there's nothing there's nothing in the platform that prevents you from using it from from anything else. Okay. But we have a very very strong focus on flash games right now. Uh, the reason being, we sort of think that that in order to be successful, you sort of have to to you know focus yourself. And if we're yeah. just all over the place trying to to get you know, game developers from, from all different walks of life into it, we would sort of have a have a hard issue. We are planning on coming out with uh, we sort of had um, there's the backend service and there's a, a client library that connects to that. And we have you know the one we are we have right now is for Flash, yeah. um, but we are planning on having more for different uh, different uh, different uh, environments. It's called sure. And you know what's the benefit of using your service over, say, SmartFox server or Electro server? So the the, the benefit would be like ease of use. It's one thing you you you, you basically you download this package, you get a really really nice uh, development server um, that shows you 
who's talking, what they're talking, you can you can you know render out debug visualizations in terms of you know just a simple console or, or, or show images and uh, that you generate live. So there's a really really nice development experience. And when you're sort of done with that, you just take the result that the the the, the server side code um, uh, and you just upload that to our service. And then the really nice thing is from that point on, you don't really have to think about it. You will just know that it, it that it will run, and if you have five users, it will work. If you have a million users, it will work. It just scales out over over um, over that, yeah. so you don't really need to think about scaling. Scaling is a really big thing here. Yeah, so ease of use and just and just not having to worry about the fact whether you have to run on one server or or you know ten servers. And and do you have to pay like you know with these other um, servers, you have to pay a, a huge upfront fee. How does the pricing structure work for you guys then? So we sort of have uh, currently we have a freemium model, yeah. where it's divided into there's a, there's a free package which should be more than enough for all the all the flash games that are out there. Sure. Uh, we sure. we think it's really generous, and then there is um, there's sort of plans that are divided into what we think are going to be target customers. So uh, I should point out that right now we're still in beta, so we're not charging anything, uh, which we will start charging once we go out of beta. Sure. But uh, we sort of have a a starting a starting point which is a ninety nine dollars a month, uh, and then we move and then there's a there's a one in, in between and then there's there's one for enterprise customers who want you know support and, and SLAs and and want to have you know unlimited scaling and, and stuff. So there's different limits on it. You can check them out. Uh, all the all the pricing is on uh, playio.com slash pricing. Okay, so it's play.io, right? Is it or it's it's player.io. Okay, player.io. Great and. You know the thing about scaling, though, is they are input output. Ah, it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. Um, so the thing about scaling, though, is that you know everyone says that their service will scale. How do people know that your thing can scale to a million? Are you talking about a million concurrence, or, or what? What exactly? Yeah, I was I was talking about a million concurrent. <laughs> okay, and uh, so and I, I I can of course we don't have we don't have. Uh, we don't have a million concurrent online right now, and we're not. Uh, we don't have the service spun up for that. But sort of what, what's in it is that 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 we we monitor load and we can see what's happening across the cluster and what what's being popular. And the way that the service is structured and the way that sort of the API interface that you get uh, as a developer uh, allows us to know that if we see if we see load spiking, then we just add more servers. We can basically spin up game servers as we need them. Okay. Um, so the whole idea is. So the whole idea is. That we just we just start more servers as we need them, and then the whole the system takes care of distributing across them. So so yeah. you've I mean you've abstracted all the like, load balancing and all that other stuff. Yeah 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 exactly. All the like the interface you have as a developer is basically um, query for for a list of rooms that match a given uh, criteria, and you can join them or you can you can create them. And since the since the unit of work here is is really a game room. Then our task is is just distributing these game rooms of, across our, our cluster. I mean, do you allow enough complexity with your interface so that people can have sophisticated games, or is this mainly aimed at developing games for casual players? Um, I mean, what, what's the target audience um, that you feel that your API would be able to service in terms of players? Like, or, okay, so like so so we we this is this is sort of version two of the API. We've had version so, one on the Nova for I think one and a half or two years now, and it it works really well for for everything basically. It's it's hard to put it simply like there there are people have built. We I think we have three hundred or four hundred. Uh, three hundred and six games. 
306 multiplayer games on the Nova. Okay. Uh, and, and that's everything from, from simple turn-based games to, to real-time, live, running around, shooting each other up, um, uh, multiplayer games. Uh, and so it, it, it really depends on what you want to do. We, we've sort of built it for speed. So, for instance, the protocol, the protocol is, a, is a custom binary one, and we try to really, really you know, squeeze as much as we can out of every bit. We don't, we're not sending XML back and forth over the wire. Uh, we've done a lot of lots of tuning to the network layer to ensure that we can handle you know a ton of traffic. Um, so it 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 works for. Um, I mean, you can build anything on top of it. Okay, and you know, do you guys? It's not like it's not like we have limits saying you can only have two people sending playing turn-based games. You know. Well, you know, speaking of turn-based games, though, there, there's this movement you know where a lot of players are now actually into asynchronous games. You look at these social games, and a lot of them don't yeah. have real-time services. They're more asynchronous. So what's you know what's really the benefit of doing real-time when some of the biggest games in the world now are just asynchronous um, with, with, with their friends? And is that, a, is that a service that you guys also offer? I don't think you, sh- I don't think you should look at it as, a, as an either-or type situation. Okay. It's, you know, there, there are genres of games. There's, there's first-person shooters and there's uh, real-time strategy games. Sure. And you know, one might like one, one might like the other ones. Multiplayer games, like live multiplayer games, are really, really fun for... for for when you have find somebody that that you know and you like to play with, or, or, or you you have good matching and stuff, that that's really well. I think that the the asynchronous games, or, or I, probably you're just talking about the Facebook games. Yeah. Um, uh, they're they're sort of in a in a in a neat middle place where they're they're half a single player game because a lot of them you're just yeah. basically playing with yourself, but they're but they're also half, or maybe less about you know what the other people are doing just. Just knowing that you're not wasting time playing with yourself, there's also other people who are playing. Um, and I do want to point out that one of the big games on Facebook is actually Singa Poker, which is a live multiplayer game. Yeah. So I think it's it's just it's just a matter of of what type of game you want to build. Um, and we also we do have we do have um, so one of the strong features about us is that that we sort of are building our service in terms of. of sort of vertical features, one of them being the yeah. um, the multiplayer multiplayer feature. And the, the sort of the, the next big one we're going to come up with is a, is a persistent API, uh, which will basically allow you to store and query data um, without having to think about, you know, what happens if I have lots of users. So, so basically you're going to provide a database uh, that will have unlimited scaling for gaming. Is that... Is that that's the idea, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the thing is, that's... Okay, how is that going to be any better uh, or different than something like App Engine or a service like RightScale? So, um, well, it, not- well, I, I can sort of, I can sort of, it's, uh, um, I'm trying to think, find a good comparison. Let's, let's say yeah. we're, if you're talking about, if you're comparing smart forks to, to us, for instance, yeah, yeah. Then, then, then that's sort of the same thing as comparing the, the persistent things to somebody else. Yeah. Our focus is games. Okay. It's gotcha. really only games. Um, we don't really. You could build a chat on, on top of it, or, or some other stuff like that. But we don't support video and, and, and just audio chats and this sort of thing. We just support games, and we're we're tuned for games, which means that the whole way the API is structured and the way that that, that you build it and the, the development server works is just made for the game development experience. You know. Uh, sure. So. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not sure I had more. Oh, I, I lost. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, what I was going to ask is, for your persistent API, are you going to use 
SQL or no SQL or what's how how are you going to be able to scale? Um, what's I mean I guess. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's a it's a bit it's a bit too early for us to talk about it, but it, it okay. won't be SQL. It will be it will be some sort of some sort of API that 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 we think is is appropriate, and then we'll we'll take it into beta, and we'll have some uh, we already have some developers working on it, um, and then based on the feedback, we'll we'll you know go back and refine until we have something that 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 works for what people are doing in games. Okay, typically so in games, you're not doing you know. Sure. OLTP sure. type transaction management and all this sort of stuff. You just want you know to load some objects and save them back. Um, okay, great. Uh, I think that's a good stopping point. Uh, we'll continue with the second part of this um, in a bit. Thank you. Uh, okay. Thanks. Okay. Uh,